Strangelings. On this podcast, I discuss the world's folklore, myths, legends, and superstitions. I explore what these stories meant to the cultures that shared them, the different uses of lore in our modern-day entertainment, and the history of it all. Welcome to Folklore Friday. Welcome to Folklore Friday. I am your host, Megan, and I'm joined today by my husband, Chris. Hello, everyone. And we are looking forward to being in phase two. Editor's note, by phase two, we mean phase two of quarantine. In Washington state, the governor has released different phases in which the economy would be reopened. So now we are in phase two, meaning restaurants are open at half capacity, salons and things like that. And throughout the summer and throughout the year, things are going to be opened in phases. But however, they just made it mandatory that everyone wears masks in public. So (laughs) two steps forward, one step back. Also, you can have up to five people at a gathering inside your home. So that's looking up. I know we talked about that last time, but I'm still excited because now we can say stuff like, do we want to invite someone over? (laughs) (laughs) And then we can have someone over. Not a lot of people and not all at once, but yes. And today was the first day we were able to get our dog's nails trimmed. That was Which a was treat. a big deal for us, yes, because we're terrified to do it ourselves because we don't want to do something like clip off the wrong thing. And so it's very nice to be able to just take him somewhere, spend a few bucks and get it done. And I think he appreciates it, too. Yeah. And then he comes out all happy instead of like, oh, no, mommy and daddy have the nail clippers again. (laughs) (laughs) Like He already hates us every the few times you've had to give him medicine. He freaks out and he like hides under the bed. And that was like traumatic enough for me. I was like, I never want to give him pills ever. (laughs) Yeah. We just want to be the good guys. (laughs) Just want him to love us. (laughs) (laughs) So today we are reading fairy stories and I wanted to do that after we did the kind of like the history of lore of fairies and I specifically looked for ones that were kind of creepy because the more you look into the history it's like 70% of the time people were actually really scared of fairies as like Americans you know we're kind of like disnified disnified is that a word I've heard it Disney influenced by Disney. Yes, influenced by Disney. Disneyfied. So we think of things like Tinkerbell or Thumbelina and the fairies that go in that movie, but they're actually originally pretty scary. The stories were like, watch out. <laughs> yeah, like Brothers Grimm type stuff more. Yeah, there you go. Just be wary of fairies. Eels. <laughs> Because they going to get you for the most part. Yeah. And they yeah. like to amuse themselves by messing with people. Yeah. So I specifically looked for ones that kind of illustrated that. So we hope you enjoy. The Fairy Foster Mother by Robert Buchanan. Bright eyes, light eyes, daughter of a fae. I had not been a married wife a twelfth month and a day. I had not nursed my little one a month upon my knee. When down among the bluebell banks rose elephants three times three. 
They gripped me by the raven hair. I could not cry for fear. They put a rope around my waist and dragged me here. They made me sit and give thee suck as mortal mothers can. Bright eyes, light eyes, strange and weak and wan. I don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> now that I'm reading it, I'm like, why did I pick this one? Okay, well, let's break this down. What is happening here? They're tying up someone and making them give them oh? milk, it seems. I'm not 100% on what's going yeah, on here. me neither. I just remember when I read it, I really liked it. I mean, bright eyes, light eyes. That's very catchy. Uh-huh. But it's, yeah, the fairy foster mother. So they're, they are grabbing someone and Taking using her to be their mother. Interesting. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I had not nursed my little one a month. Okay. So she was already like ready to nurse because she oh, had a baby. So they stole so they her away her. so they should get the fresh milk. That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it though. Okay, I remember I picked this one because we had read about and we had talked about in the the fairy history one that fairies are actually kind of dark, but as Americans we're used to like Tinkerbell type things. And so when I found this particular passage, I was like, yes, I found one that kind of like showcases that. But I hadn't read this since I picked it off. Yeah. <laughs> so new mothers watch out. That's yeah. what this is saying. It's completely blind. Fairies are gonna get you. <laughs> Where are the fairies by Cecily Mary Barker? Where are the fairies? Where can we find them? We've seen the fairy rings. They leave behind them when they have danced all night. Where do they go? Lark in the sky above, say, do you know? It is a secret no one is telling. Why in your garden, surely they're dwelling. No need for journeying, seeking afar. Where there are flowers, their fairies are. Well, what did we think about that one? It's just a cute one. Less yeah. uh, scary about fairies, but just they're all around. Yeah. They're making flowers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I thought that one was really cute. Where are the fairies? No. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like in gardens when people have tiny little doors that they make. That's always fun. Or, yeah. You can buy, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> The Little Good Folk by Kathleen Foyle. The fairies went from the world there. Because men's hearts grew cold, and only the eyes of children see what is hidden from the old, and only the magic of love, dear, can ever turn the key that unlocks the gates of fairyland to set the sighty folk free.
We think that's Sidey. Sidhi, Sidey. Not sure. I like that one. It's cute. I like the, I like the ideas that like in, in folklore and fairy tales that children can see things that adults can't. Right. And then at some age you kind of lose that because you you lose that I don't know. Innocence maybe. Innocence and the imagination that is needed in order to see the things that are beyond our scope of reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole like Peter Pan concept. Look. Yeah. And it's just kind of like once you stop believing, then it then it stops revealing itself to you. Mm-hmm. I do believe in fairies. Yes. (laughs) But no, it's kind of something fun to play with. And I think that's why kids need stories. They have to be allowed to imagine so that when they're older, they're not like, "Eh, I never knew how to do that anyways. You know, because if you don't have some some form of creative thinking when you're young, how are you going to do that later in life when you need to problem solve or you need to learn how to imagine a better world? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I... I'm all about keeping that creative and imaginative spirit alive. That's you can't do improv without it. So that's that's true. It's all yeah. Yeah. You have to be incredibly imaginative. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Okay, I really like this next one. The Banshee by Alice Gruen Christ. As we came down the old boring, rose and I, rose and I. At vesper time on Sunday in, we heard a banshee cry. Beyond the churchyard, dim and dark, neath whispering elms and yew trees stark. Where our star shone a corpse-like spark against a wintry sky. We heard a shuddered sick with dread, rose in oi, rose in oi. As the shrill keening rang o heard, where cloud rack floated high. Our two young hearts long sorely try by poverty and love denied. Still waiting for some favoring tide, and now death comes so nigh. Which of us two is called away? You or I? You or I? I heard my patient poor love say, with bitter plaintive sigh, neither, dear girl, I bravely said, to Mary Mother bow your head, for cry for help to her instead, for heed the banshee's cry. We raised our hearts in fervent prayer, rose and oi, rose and oi, nor knew our troubles ended there. Our happiness came nigh, for twas the grim old farmer, he, my only king, rich, miserly, who dying left his wealth to me, for whom the banshee cried. 
That's kind of sweet, though. Yeah. It's nice that the old farmer, I'm sure it was the grim old farmer. I don't know. Yeah. But left his he might only his can. wealth to him so for him and rose it seemed yeah well because what's sweet so with banshees they when you hear the cry of a banshee it's usually for someone it's either for you or someone close to you so you never know who it's gonna be and so this poor guy he's like is it me or is it my wife? Because that's who he immediately, you know, doesn't want to lose. And then in the end, it's like, no, it's just that they don't even say how he's related. He's like, father, yeah. uncle. Oh, and then it ends. Like, with a, then it's like, oh, hey, that guy died. Now we're rich. <laughs> I mean, it's still sad, but it's this kind of like twist of an ending. Yeah. My only kin, Rich, miserably. So he was a he was like a Scrooge. He was yeah. like a lonely rich man. I don't know. I like the idea of the like him just focusing on his love. It's really sad. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it though. Yeah, it's a good one. Neither dear girl, I bravely said. Oh, and then they're praying, like just like praying together. I don't know. <sighs> I thought it was sweet. The Moonlight World It is true darkness that congregated in the corners of my room that night. I could not recognize it, only knowing its cousin, who hovers by streetlights and candles. Deep down I've always known that the fae dance around my face and talk about me as I fell asleep. I knew what this was, though I did not know enough to fear the messenger. A summons to the moonlight world that shadows the world we know and love. Suddenly we are far beyond my bedroom, traipsing through an electric torn-filled jungle. My stomach begs loudly of hunger, but it barely registers. With the amount of static sounding in the air, we walk on pathways stripped from the northern lights, pinks and greens, without solid footing. Magnetize forward, faster and faster, to destiny. My feet bleed, and the true darkness closes behind me, devouring the evidence of my red-stained path. A mist that I had never noticed dissipates, and I see the mushrooms. They glow ghost-white, towering tallest trees, standing sentinel in a circle. The guardians of such laughter and music as you could never describe. The music. It is shattering crystal, raging rivers, and the death song of birds all at once. The darkness pushes me into the circle. And I whirl and twirl to its sound. The erratic beat taking over my heart rhythm. And the fae begin to take more form around me in silvers and golds. 
The music screeches and my heart skips a beat. The circle begins to rumble. Mortal girl. Comes the echo. My skin feels the kiss of acid rain. You should not have come here. This place is not for the likes of you. A fay with a wreath of thorns adorning its head stops forward. Darkness burning in the sockets where once there may have been eyes. I cannot speak. It's there melting my lips into my face. You have seen too much. You have danced with us. Tell me why I should not hold you here. I look away, desperately trying to gather my thoughts and my voice. The Fae would not care about my family, my friends. It would not care about my dreams. The true darkness caresses my hair and I hear its sharp laughter. I, 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 I began. The laughter cuts away. The static dies and my voice hangs in the vacuum. I, I was brought here by you, I presume. I dare to look the dark fae in the eyes. I was a dreamer enough to follow. You wish to challenge us humans, your endless source of amusement. Our torture is your game. The fae concedes with a thoughtful nod. But there is no greater torture than to know this place and never come back. I finish. The fae chuckles as I bite my lip. Clever mortal. It mocks. Indeed, go home. I banish you from my lands. May you suffer. It adds with a smile. And I am cold. I fall from my bed in a tangle of blankets. In my ear I hear the wriggling of music. It never quite goes away. The darkness smirks at me from the corners, and I cry softly. For who has ever willingly given up on the Fae? But I hear my sister waking up, and I start to smile, despite my sacrifice. For how very few have met the Fae and lived. Was that okay? I like that one. I remember why I picked it. It has that little. It's an interesting story in that one, where this how it plays out, and that you could actually end up with the Fae and probably even what stay there forever, or maybe they just murder you. (laughs) That's what it seems like. (laughs) Yeah. But they're like, ah, yeah, this this one time, this because that sounds bad for you, we'll let you go. Yeah, because it's like, oh, well, this is torture, like, which I don't understand. If they're, like, being horrible to her, it's like, it's torture enough just to never come back once I've seen this place. And he's like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. you're right. (laughs) Let's do that one. See, there's different versions of fairyland as beautiful and enchanting, but then they can also be, like, little dicks if they want to be. There's, like... There's like fairies are either good or they're bad. It's kind of like anything else. Right. There's some that are just like, oh, this is fun. We're going to be magical. Then others that will play. There's one that's like they 
curse these guys to like dance and dance till their feet bleed, which happens kind of in this one their whole life. And then they right. die and they're like, yeah, you're bringing the next mortals. Yeah. So that's what she's trying to avoid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, I like that one though. It took me a while to find because they were all like happy and, and cute, but it was hard to find ones that I could get away with, with reading. But I like that one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's all that we have for you today. We hope that you enjoyed. I want to be doing more kind of dramatic readings like this. And it gives Chris and I a chance to work on our or accents. <laughs> Was that all right? <laughs> or accents. Or accents. Yeah. So we'll see what, else, what other ones we might have in store for you. Yeah. Or I might just try to get improve <laughs> that particular one. Thanks for joining us, my little strangelings. I hope you catch us next time on Folklore Fridays. That was perfect. Two destiny. Better? Two. Two. Yeah. Two destiny. Two destiny. Tur destiny. <laughs> Thank you so much, and we hope to see you next. Wait, no, where's the thing I was gonna say? Just back up into that. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time, my little strangelings. See him. Bye. Or you'll hear me next time. <laughs> <laughs> I always say uh, hope to see you next time. Oh, okay. But it's like remember to listen in next time or something. Yeah. Remember to catch me next time. How about that? Catch. Yeah. Like I caught you. Like you're a leprechaun. <laughs> my patient poor love say with bitter bitter. <laughs> I'm trying to try I got this. There's a lot in this one. Yeah. Old father. I love it. Father. Lots of editing. Good luck. That's I love okay. you. <laughs>